Oh my gosh. <laughs> We're freaking technical geniuses. <laughs> we can solve anything. We solve, oh this, my we can gosh. solve anything. How are people not banging down our doors offering us an internships right now from Silicon Valley? <laughs> I know. I know. We can run Facebook. We can oh run Facebook. Oh my God. <laughs> this is our third attempt and I feel like that's a lot less than I thought it was going to be. So heck yeah for doing little to no research and still kicking ass. I thought it was going to be a lot harder than this. <laughs> oh it was going to be a lot easier. So well, we're on the opposite path. If anything fails, just always log out and try again. There we go. Power cycle till I die. It's like the new version of uh, unplugging it and waiting five minutes. Yeah, just log out and log back in. Can we do that with the simulation? Is that how it works? I don't know. Is that what sleeping is? I don't know. Anyway, off topic. Real quick, this is really off topic, but now that I think about simulation, there's a movie on uh, Netflix. I don't remember what it's called, but I can look it up later. But it's about like these people who all of a sudden can't sleep, so they're going on 24. Like They're going on so many days without sleep, and in order to get your sleep back, you have to die and then be brought oh. back to life. So I'm like, maybe that's unplugging yourself from the simulation. My hands are tingling. This sounds very exciting. I need to know what this is. I'll figure out what the movie is, and I'll let you know. Anywho, I guess we should do this thing. Hello, Sweet. my name is Kayla Dixon. Hello, Kayla Dixon. I'm Brandy Martin. <laughs> nice to meet you. Should we tell them how we met? Oh, the movie is called Awake. Awake. Perfect. There. I yes. guess now we have to have that in the intro. Welcome to our uh, scatterbrained book cast. Pod One club. of these days, we will introduce ourselves. Yeah. Okay. So I will go. My name is Kayla. I live in Florida. Let's see. I'm a dog mom and an and a child mom. Uh, should we tell them, like, how we met, or...? Yeah, I feel like it's a funny story that I vaguely remember, so you can go into detail there. I think we were all just really drunk at a bar and started becoming friends, and then we just started singing the three best friends that any of us can have, and we've been friends almost ever since. My favorite story of you telling how we met is, like, you telling we met, like, near the bar, and you gave me a hug, and I was like, you don't have to touch my hair. <laughs> I forgot about that. Oh. <laughs> I feel like I've heard you tell that story so many times that it's like in my brain, like that's that's what meeting Brandy is like. Don't touch my hair. It's great to meet you. I'm glad you're alive, but don't touch my hair. Yeah, that that is and your that's hair it. just has gotten so much better. I right? I don't thirty-three and it's still I'm not bald yet. Amazing. <laughs> It and is. I found only like six gray hairs, which is also amazing. So okay. hopefully we can keep it below double digits. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I have half a head of gray hair, but that's what happens when you get into the business of having human children. Seriously, seriously. I guess I'll go. I am not a human mom, just a dog mom. And I live in Colorado. And that's basically it. I really like to read. And we've been talking about it for a while because you said you have a New Year's resolution to read a little bit more. Every year. That's my New Year's resolution every year. And I have books that I've read. Like, I can tell you there's, like, four books on my bookshelf right now that I'm in the process of reading, but I haven't finished any of them. So I think this podcast will help hold me accountable to actually finish a book. Oh, well, we're going to finish a book. And judging by my math, it's going to be in, like, eight weeks. So buckle up. Perfect. Perfect. I can't start a book and not finish it and I really will like zone into it and not be able to think about anything else like I read like a 700 page book this summer in one day just because I couldn't stop thinking about it oh I would have gosh. never slept if I didn't finish it wow if we read any of the books and we can't because I've memorized them all I won't have any fresh takes 
Okay. <laughs> they need to just cast me in one of the movies. They're so good. The Sarah J. Moss books. Oh my gosh, so good. They're kind of smutty too. I don't know if we're going to go that route on this podcast. Who knows? It's us. Who knows? Who knows right, we'll and it's go. early. Yeah. So basically, we decided to start our podcast, book club, pod club, pod club, book cast. Yeah. As a way of a book club. So now we're just two bitches reading books. <laughs> I think that sounds good for an intro. I do too. I do too. <laughs> so our first book is Where, Where the Crawdads Sing, which you picked out. I did because everyone has been telling me to read this book. And I actually was in a, po- in a book club with my mom, uh, like right before the pandemic hit. And then the pandemic hit and we just stopped reading books together. And this was on our list of books to read. And then my mom went and read it, that bitch. And <laughs> just abandoned you. <laughs> just abandoned me. Like you could finish a book on your own or something. <laughs> I know. I, man, she should know me better. So right. then- so then I was like, fine. And then when you brought this to my attention last year, I was like, let's do it. And this is the first book because I've already read a little bit of it and forgot it all. So now we're reading it again. That's how I like to read books too. You read it, you forget it all, and then you read it all again. And it's like a fresh new book. Exactly. So also, for those of you that are listening, our first time listeners, hey. Hey, uh- welcome. Us too. Woo! (laughs) Happy to be here. (laughs) Well, we started the first two chapters, and we also have to say that you have to read the prologue. (laughs) Oh, yes. Oh, yes. It really sets the scene. It does. So you have to read the prologue in the first two chapters, and then by the time you listen to the second episode, you should be caught up with us. Right. Exactly. Perfect. And... Next episode, we're going to go over chapters three, four, five, and six. Yes, yes. Oh, man. These chapters are long. I didn't even expect to have to read, like, 20 pages today. Oh, never mind. They get shorter after the first couple chapters. Oh, is it because they're just setting the scene right now? I think they are setting the scene. The next four chapters are going to be, like, 20 pages, so no problemo. I was super excited to see how big this font is, by the way. I know I'm getting old, but I won't get a headache reading these pages. I'm so jealous. I am reading it on, well, I have a Kindle, but I can't find it. So I'm reading it on my phone right now. So it's like hurting my head. And I like to have the book in my hand, but um, no, my mom gave me her Kindle after she finished it to let me read it. And then I just took her Kindle with me to Florida. So she's probably not going to get that back. (laughs) Well, that was a really nice gift from her to you. (laughs) I know. I know. (laughs) Really nice of her to consent to that. (laughs) I I really like having the book in my hand too, but I've been thinking about this because I think you've seen our board game collection. There's not a ton of space for a book collection as well. Yeah. So I've been thinking I should get a Kindle or maybe I might start borrowing the book from the library. Oh. What do you think about that? I keep seeing on Instagram that I should check out my local library some more. So I think you should. I love libraries. Yeah. I love libraries. When I I lived in an apartment and I had like less space, I would read books and then I would sell them to the book haven in Loveland. Did you ever hear of that? Yeah. That's where my mom goes and gets all her books. Oh, well, I used to sell them there and then you get credit that you can use towards like half your purchase and then I would buy books and then just resell them there and it was like my own personal library. So I've been thinking about that too. I don't know. Also, maybe I'll just have to get a dedicated bookshelf because Matt's turned me into a hoarder. That's Thanks. what I was going to say. Matt's going to have to tear down a wall and build you a special book room. Yeah, we're going to have to talk about library. 
Yes, with a very small door so he and the dogs can't get in and I can just read in peace. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I love them all, but... Uh... You need a break. Yeah, occasionally. <laughs> uh, so do you want to talk about how you felt about the first couple of chapters? Oh, my gosh. I was <laughs> devastated. I was like, oh why my is gosh. everyone telling me to read this book? It's so sad. How did you feel? I texted you and said something along the lines of it was hurting my feelings. I feel bad for almost every character that I've encountered so far, except for the lady who called, how do we pronounce her name? Kaya? Kaya. What did she call her? Swamp trash? Yeah. Oh, my God. That hurt my feelings. So, fuck that bee. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> you say you say the effort, <laughs> but not the bitch word. Sorry, it's okay. We don't degrade women here. Yeah, we don't. But I mean, she degraded a six-year-old girl. So I have some strong feelings towards her. I do swamp too. Trash. Exactly. Six-year-old girl can't stop for being swamp trash with her dollar twenty-five she got from her freaking alcoholic abusive dad. Are you kidding me? Exactly. That is so mean. That is she, oh, man. She didn't choose that life. She was born into it. Yeah. And she's so sensitive and she's noticing what everybody is saying to her. And I just feel like, oh gosh, the whole like page and a half about her going into town was just it was sad. heartbreaking. It was so heartbreaking. And then I was like, wow, 1950s must have been a great time to live because you could oh buy grits for 12 gosh. cents. <laughs> so speaking of the 1950s, I literally have written down in my notes that I'm going to hate reading this because I'm just expecting some bigots because it's oh set God. in like, you know, like it's supposed to be post-segregation era, but it's that era where like Georgia was trying to pretend they were still not going to desegregate, you know? Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. I'm nervous. I'm, I'm expecting yeah. some hateful people. I, I am too. I am too. This period of American history, anytime before like now makes me nervous. <laughs> <laughs> Even now still makes me nervous. Yeah, I don't know. American history is kind of sketchy sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just hoping that, oh man, I don't know. I don't know where it's going to go. I feel like it, like we, like we said when we were texting that it's going to get worse before it gets better. But oh my it, gosh. Yeah. We, we already know that Chase gets murdered or dies. Mm -hmm. I'm going to assume murdered. Yes, by someone. By I, someone. My very, very early thought is it's going to be Jody, the youngest of her siblings. Yeah. Because I feel like he just went away, and I don't know. I'm just kind of feeling like she's never going to see her siblings again. She doesn't remember their names. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's going to pop up that he's been out there the whole time because he's 13. Where, where did he go with all yeah. the money he had from his super rich parents that abandoned him? Abandoned and, I, and abused. I was sure he doesn't have an education either. How's he going to get a job? Right. So I feel like he's just out there, too, like watching her not notice him. But I don't know. That's just my super, super early theory of knowing nothing so far. So, yeah. Another reason why I wanted to read this book is everyone keeps telling me that there's a twist. When I tell them that I'm in the process of reading this book, they're like, oh, what do you think about the twist at the end? And I'm like, I don't know, because I'm on the first few chapters. So <laughs> I'm on chapter three. <laughs> when I get there, I'll let you know. It's really sad the way the dad acts. Yeah. Uh, it's really, yeah. really twist. Uh, he had some bad war wounds and now he has depression and he didn't get it treated and he uh, beats his wife. It's super twisty. It's a very uncommon story. Yeah, very uncommon. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was really sad when the mom left, but she left in her heels. So at least you knew she, mean, she meant business. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I just, how long did she put up with that? that she just had to tie a scarf around her head pirate style so she could go make her kids breakfast because her husband was drunk. Oh, God. It just, ugh. Men like that, I don't love. Yeah. No. Did and now you watch I, Outer Banks? 
No, I haven't watched it yet. But isn't this book is did I feel like it's set in North Carolina too? Is it set it in is. North Carolina? Okay. I feel like it's set in the Outer Banks of North Carolina. So similar and I I've watched both seasons twice. So I did my recon and I have no knowledge of marsh or swamp. So I'm ready to provide no knowledge of anything. Okay. But there is a character in Outer Banks that reminds me of the dad in here. The okay. character's name is JJ. His dad is just like that. And, like, there's a scene where he's literally, like, punching him in the face. And, oh, gosh. Also, another thing that this book is reminding me of from Outer Banks is just the way they live, like, literally in shacks, like, on the water. And she's talking about just, like, going out to the water, just walking, like, 20 feet from her house, in my mind, is what I'm picturing, out to the water. And that's how these kids live out in the Outer Banks. Like, they don't have parents. They just go do whatever they want. They can literally, like, surf to each other's house or, like, paddle their surfboards to each other's houses in a pinch and a panic. So wow. that's what I'm picturing when I'm reading this. Wow. Well, I'm looking up swamps and marshes. They kind of look like Everglades. There's also alligators. So, oh, man, that poor girl. I know. Speaking of animals, I have like some sticky notes on lines that broke my freaking heart in the last oh, freaking yeah. line. It's my birthday. She told the bird. <gasps> and I just feel like the animals are going to be her only friends and like, the people in town are going to be like, oh, this swamp girl doesn't know anything. And I'm just really scared to see people treat her bad. And I hope that's not what happens. One part in the book that really broke my heart was when her brother was like, do you want to explore? And she goes, I thought you said that you're too old to explore. And then he was like, no, I'll explore with you or something like that. And then I knew, I knew in that moment that this is the last time that they're going to play. Yeah. He yeah, knows he's he going to leave. doing it to make her feel better because it was kind of a crappy day and nothing was going to get better anytime soon. Yeah. On the next page, she's talking about him leaving her and she's thinking in her head, like, yeah, she's noticing everybody is leaving and she doesn't know why they're not taking her. And that just makes me sad. She's just learning how to expect people to let her down. But the animals don't, do they? I'm hoping not. Uh, I'm hoping anyway, not. I wish there was something happy that we could say about the first two chapters. She turned seven. She's seven now. Is a seven-year-old more equipped to survive out in a marsh than a six-year-old? I don't know. I don't know. Also, does she go to school? Do you think she goes to school? Oh, man, that's a good question. I don't know. I, I wonder if we're going to hear about her trying to get into school and not making it, or if it's just going to like completely fast-forward this earlier part of their lives. That is good. That what is do you good. think? I think uh, she goes to school and just doesn't make it. How far do you think she makes it? I think she, because it sounds like they probably don't work with her um, educational wise, you know, because the dad's an alcoholic and everyone left. So they probably don't like talk to her like you should normally talk to a child. So right. I would say she probably maybe goes for like a couple days maybe a month yeah i mean she seems like she can persevere she sleeps on a porch yeah and then it sounded like that she pierced through a screen door so she looked like is the porch enclosed i'm imagining one of those enclosed porches but i'm also imagining that all people in those like wet southern states have those because of mosquitoes oh yeah okay that makes sense yeah I don't know, but that's what I'm imagining, like a little tiny shack with a porch that's the same size of it, that's like enclosed, and that's where she sleeps. That's what I'm imagining, too, and I imagine her dad as a tall, lengthy, really skinny person. Ugh, yeah, who just hates himself. Yes. And therefore everyone else. Yes. 
and he feels he has a limp which is not the end of the world yeah but also it's the 50s so maybe the end of the world you can't just go get a desk job in the 50s no you can't you can beat your wife though in any decade can't you? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's really not a not a better note. <laughs> oh man, I'm not making light of domestic violence, but anyway. <laughs> no, we're not. Oh you're man. Not. That's that's all the thoughts I had on this. I'm excited to see what happens. I really have no idea what to expect. Me either, but we can tell that there is going to be racist or bigotry in here because when she's just when they're describing what the town looks like there's that building that says coloreds couldn't use the door or the window yes that's that word is what tipped me off i just the word coloreds it just feels gross to me but that's in the map too if you happen to look at the map they just have their own little town up there feels gross even saying they i just (laughs) <laughs> that segregated America can fuck right off. Yeah. Is what I'm going to say about that. Yeah. We're expecting that for sure. We're expecting a lot of um, small town, small might in this. That's what mm-hmm. I'm expecting. Yes. About I'm... the swamp trash and about anybody who feels slightly other. Okay. Now I'm looking at the map because obviously I didn't before. So, okay. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Um. Uh... And- I don't know if that's mountains or that's not a fence. That's mountains. That's got to be mountains. The dotted line? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was just a trail. Leading oh, to I meant the like the, the line between the couple of houses up there to the oh, top left. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I could see that. Okay. But yeah, and then you see Kaya's shack down in the bottom. Mm-hmm. And then so the they're reading... right on the water. Yeah, and then the reading cabin. Oh, yeah. oh, I didn't realize she was so close to the ocean. I'm assuming that's the ocean. Yeah, and this is why I'm imagining the Outer Banks show. There's, like, a scene when two of the main characters literally swim, like, out into the ocean on their surfboards and then meet a, dif- a different house on the coast there. Okay. So they can just walk right out to the ocean. It's pretty crazy, but they've got to have some crazy weather, too, and some crazy bugs and some crazy animals. Yeah, well, well, I guess we'll figure that out later. Um, yeah. Also, do you think that she makes a good friend? Because, you know, you always have to have friends to help you survive. Do you think that they'll introduce a character that Kaya will just a- get attached to? Or do you think it's what just What if Chase is her friend? Oh, and then he dies. What if on the low, Chase has been her friend the whole time, and oh. then he dies? Oh, man. And, and then, then she's she- the one accused of it? Ooh, yeah. That's a very, very common story. That is very common. Yeah. And then also it's going to reiterate in her brain that everybody that she loves leaves her. Yeah. She's going to need some therapy, some good therapy. Man. My other thought was just the animals, but you're right. She is going to need help because, like, just the counting of the change, if she, like... Once, once people start realizing they can take advantage of her, they will. So she is going to need somebody to help her, like, at least count money. Yeah. So, I don't know, maybe Chase. That would be, that would be a twist, wouldn't it? Like, that they would. were friends the whole freaking time. Yeah, that would. And then the first two chapters took part in 1952. Looking at chapter three, not reading the first page, just the title and the year. It's 1969. So it mm-hmm. looks like it's going to be jumping back and forth. Yeah. I noticed that, too, in the title chapter is chase so yeah i don't know i'm excited i am too i'm really looking forward to doing this yeah me too and i like stories with a timeline it makes everything more juicy 
Yes. Multiple timelines, I mean. Slayer it all on. Give me the whole story. Well, I'm definitely going to have to be taking notes because I'm going to get so lost. I'm like, okay, wait, what? Yeah, I was really like, you should, there's already a ton of sticky notes. (laughs) I'm definitely going to need the physical book the whole time. Yeah, I might have to go rent it from the library. Right. I think that's a good, that's a good idea. And you can go in there and ask them to recommend other stuff. Like librarians are not antiquated. They know stuff that we don't know. Exactly. I heard you have to have a master's degree to work in the library. Dude, do do you ever like Google like books similar to a title that you just read? Yes. How often do you actually come away with a couple of things that sound like good things for you to read? Never. The library lady or man will just go and walk you to the book and like let you read the back and be like, oh, that doesn't sound good. Let's check out this other one. And they'll hang out with you because nobody's there to talk to them. Oh, that is so nice. I don't know if that's true. That happened to me like one time. Oh. <laughs> but I'm not pleasant, so I feel like it's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did you go in Fort Collins or Loveland? That was all the way up in Cheyenne way back in the oh. day. I've been a library person for a long time. Oh. I I've actually... been reading since freaking day one, you know? Yeah. Yeah, you're a reader. I am. I need to check out some of my local libraries. Yeah. So we're coming back in two weeks. We're going to read four yes. more chapters, three, four, yes. five, six. Yes. We're going to talk gonna... about it. Yeah. Our minds are going to be blown by then, hopefully with kindness. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully something better happens. Hopefully I'm not crying because I'm, as a mom, I'm like, how could the mom just leave all of her kids at that so situation? My stomach was just like, I felt like I got punched in the stomach, like line after line, just reading those first 20 pages. Oh my goodness. Yes. And then it's got to thought... get better. Yeah, and then I thought Kyle was going to starve to death because she couldn't, she didn't know how to cook. And so I'm like, man, that mom wins mother of the year. Let me tell you. Right. Her turn up, turn up mush. Thank God for that. Yeah. Oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I'll see you in two weeks. Let's meet back here on the back, internet. Back here in two weeks. <laughs> <laughs>